Hi gang, Richard here, and welcome to episode 3 of Gentleman's Relish. Now I'm all on my lonesome in the studio this week because Michael's decided to take himself away for a while. But don't worry, we've got a cracking podcast lined up for you nonetheless. This week we're discussing all sorts of things, including limescale. I spray all my metal areas. Anything stainless steel gets a good spray. Saves me having to get in there with a, an abrasive pad. I've been having one or two issues with my body. I have some muscles in my buttocks that are quite sore today. And we discuss our impending holiday away together. Will you wear your uh, wetsuit on the flight? No, no, no. I'll be wearing my uh, Irish national costume. So why don't you sit back, pour yourself a glass of your favourite tipple, and enjoy podcast LDN presenting the perfect condiment to your leisure time. Brilliant. We've mastered the technology, Richard. Mm-hmm. That's something to um, to be pleased Michael, with. you are wearing, I would say, a lovely maroon today. Mm. Thank you. Mm. You look very, very dapper. Well, there's, there's, I, it's not an accident. Oh, no. No. When I reached for my, my jumper this morning, and of course... Got a few to choose from. Not least, actually, recently I was put, I was bought a um, as a present a new cashmere jumper, which mm. was an absolute treat. I tell you, can't stop stroking myself um, when I wear it. Obviously, uh, but this this morning I reached for this because maroon and red is an excellent color on me. Mm. So I'm glad you noticed. Well, this this color red. What I did notice though when I first saw you, because you're wearing an orange coat. Yes. Now that's a that's a bold move. Maroon and orange is a bold yeah, move. Yeah, I do. I run into a little trouble there actually. Mm. It's been ringing in my brain recently uh, because some comments he made um, about my dress sense. What did I say? Pardon me. There's bubbles in that. Sorry. Just slightly. Perhaps if you burp, you could burp away from the um, pop shield. It offends you, does it? Very good. Um, yeah, the orange coat's a brave brave move because everything I have, like I wore red trousers with it yesterday. Clash. What are you doing? Well, I know, it's tricky. Dressing though. in the dark? Well, I like to think I, I, I can be brave with um, with my colour schemes. Well, I'm all for bravery, Michael, but there's, there's, but there's bravery and there's idiocy, isn't mm. there? You know? Oh, no. You of all people mm-hmm. uh, uh, are well-versed in, um, in that dichotomy. Yes. Yeah. What have you been up to this week? Well, uh, let me think. I have. Uh, do you know what I've really enjoyed this week? I've enjoyed the great British outdoors. Have you? To what extent now, Richard? Now, to a large extent. Really? Yep. Okay, go on. So, I've seen coastline. I've seen uh, a sort of old uh, old heritage buildings. I've seen forests. Uh, I'm going back to the coastline um, in a couple of days' time. Right. Um, and I've seen lots of countryside. Mm-hmm. I, am, I am a man, I think, that is at one with nature. Really? Yeah, I've noticed that quite a lot. Mm. I'm, I'm the sort of person mm. that is affected by mm-hmm. the seasons. Mm-hmm. And has this come about through your own personal endeavour to, uh, or have you, is it through, is it you know, to meet new environments and more connected to nature? No, right. Um, it's through uh, engagements that I have to um, that okay. I have to adhere to. So you've, it's not 
choice. It's just something you've had to do. Basically, yeah. But I've enjoyed it. I've got a bit of a tan out of it. Oh, you're uh, bloody tan. Save that for summer, for goodness sake. Heard well, I'd like to get a head year. start. I'd like to get a head start. Oh, goodness. I mean, save talking about it for summer. Oh, dear. Honestly. Uh, what have you been relishing? Uh, well, this week, goodness me, I... Oh, Richard. In fact, I'm, gonna, I'm going to... I'm going to... Co- uh, consult my diary for this mm-hmm. one because I do I do are you like me do you forget where you were this time last week uh, no um, I do tend to have a memory that's long enough to be able to cope oh do you know what I did last week uh, after assembling some furniture I spent last Thursday evening attending the Trinity Laban string ensemble concert of music inspired by Shakespeare mm. Quite the thing to do with your evening, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Tell us all. I was riveted mm-hmm. from start to finish. There's something about a string ensemble, isn't there? Mm. Do you agree? Uh, yes, uh, there's something about it. Yeah. Have you ever heard a, str- a string ensemble? Oh, yes. An orchestra? Mm-hmm. Live? Yeah. I mean, there's something different to hearing it live now. Yes, yes, yes. I yes. mean, I remember the first time I heard the Halle Orchestra. Mm-hmm. And that's the only other orchestra I've ever heard when I was younger. And I was blown away by the difference between hearing a recording and hearing it live. It's piercing, isn't it? In what sense? Well, it gets into one's soul when it's yes. live. In that sense, yeah, but not, not, not hourly or, or orally. No, hourly. It's not hourly piercing. Um, depends if they hit a bum note. Yes, but these people are such such talented musicians. Well, the problem is, though... Oh, Michael, those violins. They, it's like they were caressing But would you know? Would you know if they'd have made a mistake? I think they've got so many musicians there that they can sort of cover any sort of oh, bumbles that no, they might no, make. No, 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 no. You know when you hear it, mm. the swell, you're, you're ensconced, you're absolutely carried along on the wave. And it's all strings. I mean, it's all str- it's a string ensemble. Mm-hmm. So they're all string players. And those, I've, you know, it just shows you how hard it is to play a violin well. And to, I rarely hear a violin being played and think, oh, yes, give me more. Rarely. And that night, I wanted, I wanted it in bucket loads. Mm. Oh, I've actually gone away. And I've actually made a uh, Spotify playlist out of music that evening. Right. Well, you've become a bit of a violin sort of slut. I... Of sorts, you might say. I uh, I am going to endeavour to better acquaint myself with classical music. There okay. we are. There is a uh, uh, because of that evening, changed man. It's about time. That's all I would say, Michael. I mean, I've been a man of classical music for years. Favorite classical piece? Oh, I think that the um, you know mm-hmm. anything by Chopin. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Anything. How discerning of you. And anything by Chopin. Anything by Chopin. Yeah. He, what is it about Chopin? Well, I think he's just the best. Uh huh. Yeah. Is it? I mean, there must be a reason. His arrangements. <laughs> beautifully <laughs> arranges things. Beautifully. You make him sound like a flower. Flower arranger. Well, florist. that's that's how it feels when you listen to his music. Really. Everything is just put perfectly, perfectly together. Mm-hmm. And he really does it for me. Talk to me about his cadence. Well, I've never met her, so I'm not sure. Um, well, anyway, that's what I did with my Thursday evening. I tell you, it was an absolute joy. Then uh, this last week, what have I... Oh, I've been trying to sell a mattress. Sell? Yes, on eBay. Have you got a new job, have you? I... No. This is, this is me making little money on the side. I've come into a mattress. 
the comfort of which I can vouch for. And I tell you, <laughs> you've come into a match. <laughs> <clears throat> I tell you mm-hmm. that the mattress is extraordinarily comfortable, but I, I have nonetheless to sell it. And I've got a wheeler dealer pestering me with emails. In fact, before we started today, I was meant to respond to him and tell him I'm having none more of it. My offer is as it stands. He either accepts it or he goes away. Mm-hmm. Can I just ask how you've, how you've come into a mattress? Well, that in itself is, 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 is a long tail, basically. Shorten it. I was in Barcelona. I slept on a mattress. The mattress was awfully comfortable. Mm -hmm. I asked the hotel manager, where did he get his mattresses from? He told me he gets them from this place online. I emailed the place online. They said, yes, we deliver to England um, from Spain. I said, yes, I would like to order one of your mattresses, please. They delivered the mattress. The mattress mattress arrived dirty. I complained. You must always complain. And they offered me money off or indeed a replacement mattress. I said I would like money off, please, because the thought of waiting around another five weeks for another mattress to arrive. They then decided they weren't going to give me money off they were just going to send me another mattress for free well I said are you going to take the old mattress back and they said no and then they said I yes I see so you now have two mattresses one of which you're using one of which is Quite. disposable so I can vouch for the comfortable nature of this mattress Quite. and I'm now I won't take less than a certain amount because you know let's face it I'm not having some chump tell me my mattress is worth 150 pounds so you're now selling off a dirty old mattress it's not dirty so well, it, what, I thought it no, was dirty no 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 Without exposing too much here, mm-hmm. what I've decided to do, which I think is my prerogative, if the company who, who sent me the mattresses, sold me the mattress, is listening, uh, I've decided to clean up the mattress I first received, mm-hmm. sleep on that, and sell the newly packaged second oh, mattress. Oh, goodness me, you little sneak. Is that naughty? Well, it's not. I mean, was it easy to clean? Yes, actually. Right, so you kicked up a bit of a stink over nothing. I didn't know that until I... I well, hang on a second. This is a mattress... Hygiene is an issue. Well, what sort of dirt are we talking about? What, what, what did it, was it a it stain? Been, it had, no, it had been pushed along a dusty Oh, so a bit of surface. residual dust. Well, yes, but goodness knows where that dust is. Could be, I mean, for, for all I know, it could be, um, what's it called? That stuff, you know, the dust from that cancerous material. Right. The st- yeah, right, asbestos. Asbestos. Right. I kept wanting to say asperges. No, yes, no, no, asbestos. No, that's a very different d- type of dust. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not dust, is it? No. Anyway, I cleaned it up. So there we are. I have this second mattress. And I'm trying to be. I'm trying to have the wool pulled over my my eyes by some wheeler dealer because he lives near to me. Uh, right. Well, to be perfectly honest, I you've you've got yourself into this situation, um, and I do admire your sort of your sort of entrepreneur uh, sort of fortitude and your, well, and your opportunistness of, of all of this. It's rather good. It's doggy dog out there. You've got to stand up for yourself. Yes. And- so what I'm saying is that because you're doing that, you know, you're going to encounter these sort of people. So it's it's sort of, you know. Well, I've had many lovely experiences on eBay. Mm-hmm. I've never been on it personally. Have you ever sold anything on eBay? No. Never bought anything on eBay? I don't think so, no. Really? No. I don't really see the point. The point is this. When you sell something on eBay, it's like a thrill. It's like a thrill, thrill seeker's ride. Is that, yes, it's thrilling. I'd rather go to Sotheby's or something. It's the equivalent, isn't it? <laughs> well, you'll get a far different selection of stuff on eBay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, it's it's thrilling because when you've got the app on your phone, you get a little ding every time someone puts an offer or a bid in or something. Oh, my goodness me. 
So it makes me go crazy. All, so you didn't pay for the mattress in the end, or did you? Oh, yes. I paid full whack. So basically, you're going to get a free mattress out of this? No, 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 no. Because I, I understand the market over here. I've mm-hmm. done some research. I understand that ultimately, I can't get the full asking price for one of these mattresses. Most people who buy a mattress tend to buy it from a shop. Mm. Even though this is new and fully packaged and not dirty, um, most people will uh, look for a shop because you get certain benefits from buying from a shop, don't mm. you? So, and you know, this sort of mattress from a shop online. Well, but- when you go to a shop, you're not dealing with people who have just come into a mattress. That's the point, isn't it? So you're you're dealing with people that you know reputable wholesalers. I'm reputable. What are you saying? No, you're not because you're you're. You, what do you? Hang on a second. You have no reputation as a wholesaler. Well, you know me. Or, or in retail. Yeah, but you know me. Well, I know you. I'm, and, a, I'm and, reputable, and, and I might buy a mattress off you if I was in the market for one because right, I well, know you. Because but, you know me, I'm reputable. But John Smith on the on the high street doesn't know, does he? Well, surely benefit of the doubt is where we start from. I don't know. Not with mattresses. Perhaps with certain clothing, but not with mattresses. Why not mattresses? Well, it's a bit like going to a charity shop. It, that, that's all well and good buying a sort What, you of wouldn't shirt. buy your underwear from a charity exactly, shop? Exactly, Mike. I quite agree. Therefore, I have knocked the price down a little bit. In You know, in recognition of that. Mm. Oh, well, good uh, luck. Thanks. Quite a lot, actually. Bastard. <laughs> quickly something I've, I've sort of I've been experiencing something a little bit different recently I'm sort of sculpting I'm sort of looking at my body and thinking there's there's a little bit of work to be done there I'm looking at the masonry and I'm thinking I can sculpt this better I can make this more appealing than it currently is right so have you invested in sort of cement and trowels as it were no 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 metaphorically speaking no I use sort of 3g weights and I sort of do some exercises in my room with those Oh, right. Um, Waving your hands around. No, no, no. Just sort of like, you know, punching the air with the weights in the hand, then punching to the sky and all that Like Zumba? A bit like Zumba, but without the music, because I find that all sort of crass and unnecessary. Right. And this has sort of gone a little bit further, because I thought, well, you know, that's all very well doing it on your own. But perhaps if I go to somebody else, they might be able to help me sculpt further. Mm. Hone your technique. Yes. Get those hips really... Well, Gyrating. interesting you say hips because I've I've actually gone to um, uh, hot yoga classes. Have you? And my hips are quite stiff. It turns out. Yeah, uh, I, I would have I would have anticipated that. Mm. Yeah. In fact, in general, my body's quite stiff. stiff. No, I could have diagnosed that myself. Yeah. Well, it hasn't been diagnosed. It's just it, it's a self. No, it's a symptom. It's, I mean, it's a it's a it's an affliction. No, no, no. Um, I think the way I'm built is almost like sort of a stick insect. You're very, yeah, stiff. A stiff insect. A stiff stick insect. A stiff insect, yes. Mm. And being in a hot room sort of obviously helps me, you know. Loosen up. Loosen up a little and sort of get involved. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing hot yoga. And it's a rather fun experience. I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I just think... It's a dangerous setup. Why do you think it's dangerous? Goodness me. This is not the first time somebody said this to me. I don't I don't understand what the danger is. Mainly from flatulence. What do you mean? Well, no one wants to pass wind in a public environment, let alone when you're stretching and with other people <coughs> in close proximity, but certainly not in a in a warm room full of other people. And when are you most likely to? Well, that's when you're doing some sort of overstretching in a, a yoga class and you know, 
Hmm. Well, I, I, I take your point. Uh, Have you stopped? I mean, I, I remember you telling me recently you, you've been eating beans and surely they must uh, play, play a... Have you tried that black bean recipe that I recommended? No, yeah. Okay, you must. You really must. Well, you must tell me first if it well, has I'll an impact on your... Well, perhaps I'll have you around for a brunch or something. Well, I look forward to it. Weeks. Okay, tell me about the hot yoga class. Well, it, 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 it's quite gentle. There's no music, which I quite like. What's the age of the other participants? Well, a bit of a range. I suppose most are around a similar sort of age, sort of late 20s, early 30s. Oh, okay. Uh, mostly female. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of lads. Uh, All right. But um, and I, I held my own. I held my own with those others. Did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I positioned myself at the back of the room so I could have a good look. Oh, really? Well, I wanted to see the lay of the land, as it were. A competition. Yes, but who... it's a good view from back there. Oh, yes. You want to be able to see who's the who's the weak person in the class, so that you always know you're better than them, mm. and who is the strongest, so you always know uh, what you've got to beat. Well, I think I know the answer to the first of that question because mm. obviously I'm probably the weakest in the class. Really? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably in terms of in terms of flexibility, certainly. Right. But anyway, so you go in. There's no music, which I love because the only other time I've ever done yoga before, there's been sort of chimey clang 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 music. Must love that with your meditation. No, it's awful. Does it, it really not zen you? Does it not kind of help you find that posture, no, that pose, stretch that little this bit is my, this is further? My, this is my problem with yoga. I don't think it's very zen-like at all. And that's probably because I'm not doing it correctly. Mm. But I think with hot yoga, it's more. it seems more of an exercise. Is it fast pace? Fairly fast pace. Oh, lovely. So you're really getting into it. And I was sweating buckets. I love the sound of this. Cobs were falling off me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which was slightly concerning because I seem to be the sweatiest person in the room. Right, because as you say, you were the least experienced. Yes, but what was unfortunate about that was, is, is that you know, luckily there was a rather attractive lady next to me. All right, positioned yourself well, did you? Yeah, well, yes. Um, very athletic female. Right. And uh, the the problem was is that when we were getting into sort of positions where we changed our focal point, occasionally she would look directly at me and she would see the sort of sweaty beetroot mess yeah. that I had become yeah. very quickly. The puddle, the popple puddle. And I presumed that, that you know, that was that was universally going to happen to everybody, yeah. but, it, but it really didn't. Right. Um, well, she may not have been turned off. I mean, she won't have been turned on, but she may not have been turned off. She turned around pretty quick. Right. Doesn't bode well. No. But then I don't suppose you've gone there in order to pick up, as it were. You've, you know... Uh, um you have well right I think it's all oh this is sounding quite desperate is it Mm. I think it's all sort of wrapped into the same thing the sculpting chasing positioning trying to make yourself appeal to the Mm. opposite sex Mm. right okay well you know there there is an answer to this it you could sculpt and shape but in a in a safe environment I think you need a, a a yoga class full of sixty year old women. Oh really? Yeah. There's no threat there. They're not looking at you, you're not looking at them. It's a perfectly platonic relationship. We could have a nice cup of tea afterwards as well. You could have a lovely cup of tea. You could bring your nuts and, and cranberries and yogurt that you brought last week. Mm. And they would love that. No, I bought my nuts last time. Did you? Mm. Were the takers? No. No, right. it's not really the sort of uh, uh, yeah people don't share in not that. a sharing atmosphere. No, right. I suppose when you're all sweaty, exactly dripping over your nuts, well, and people just leave straight away. I mean, there's no opportunity for goodbyes. 
Right. Yeah. It's straight out the door. Straight out the door. I mean, maybe that's your your state you were in. Mm-hmm. People didn't want to sort of. It did you. feel like the room emptied very quickly. Did you fart? They were they were really working those. Is it glutes in your bum? Yes. Yeah, they were working the glutes: side glutes, back glutes, left glutes, right glutes. Up, did down, it, were your were your legs spread wide? Yeah, you were on your side, sort of lying on your side, and you would you would sort of bend the knee in or open the mm-hmm. knee out, and sort mm-hmm. of up and downs, all that oh, sort I know of thing. The one. I know the one. Oh goodness me. Gosh. Tough. Yeah, well, it's good. It's good for those. You've got new muscles in that in, in that there place. Well, I've got sore muscles, yeah. What do you plan to do with them? These new muscles, these new sore muscles of yours in that area? Well, I don't think they'll fit into some of the trousers that I've been wearing recently. Good God. Yeah. you got a bedonkadonk, have you? What's a bedonkadonk? You know, a sizable, rather pleasing to the eye, Derriere. Derriere. Um, is that what one is? Mm. A Kim Kardashian. A, a Kim Kardashian. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm on my way, yeah. I think if I do any more of that, yeah, I'll have a badonkadonk within weeks. And and can you imagine me with a badonkadonk? Well, I wasn't expecting that to be the direction you would take your Pilates in, if I'm honest with you. No. But maybe it'll take you in a new direction. What sort of direction? Well, if you grow a badonkadonk, mm-hmm. you know, but you're that's a certain quite a feminine. Have you got a badonkadonk? Quite a feminine outline silhouette, isn't it? A badonkadonk. Yeah. Have you got one? Yeah. Oh no, no. But haven't you got quite a sort of? Um... Oh no! If anything, I've got a a bubble butt would be the word you'd be looking for. Yes. A bubble butt. So do you have a bubble no, butt? No, I haven't got a bubble butt. No. What do you have then? Sort of just a... Flat. Just a... Flat pack. A nice bum. <laughs> so I'm told. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've I've, I've been told too. I, mean, the, the, I didn't go to these classes because I was worried about my bottom, the, the shape of my bottom. Oh, so it's like a, just an added bonus. You, one could see it as a bonus, yeah, or one could see it as um, uh, a, a sort of growth that one didn't expect. Oh dear. Yeah, exactly. So maybe you need to now work on other areas of, a, of your body to compensate. Should I bring this up with the yoga instructor? I think definitely. I'm worried about getting a badonkadonk. I think... <laughs> I mean, you could phrase it like that, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how she'd take it. She doesn't have a badonkadonk. She's very sort of thin and uh, sounds like it's wiry. Having, so it sounds like it's having the wrong effect on you. I think the best thing for you to do is when everyone's assembled and just before the class is about to start, just um, raise your hand, get, get the instructor's attention. I bring it up then. And just like that, excuse me. Uh, just before we start, I am concerned that I'm growing a badonkadonk. What are your recommendations for how this can be avoided? <laughs> All right. I'll, well, yeah. We'll see how that goes. And it's important you do that, actually, mm-hmm. um, so that other people can benefit from the question and the answer, too. Because mm. you, you never know. It might be a concern of other people in the class. I think there are people with them in the class. Badonkadonks. Yeah. You know, well, there you are. Certainly bubble butts. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's quite a few, actually, come to think of it. 
maybe that's what the class is about. Maybe I've misread the or haven't read the the small print. Maybe that's it. Hot yoga for badonka donk making. Yeah. Mm. Food for thought there, Michael. Thank you for the advice. Gentlemen's relish, the perfect condiment to your leisure time. So now, Richard, I wonder, I'm interested in getting your perspective here. I've recently played host to, uh, what would the word be? I don't know what the word is, but I've played host to a... Hobo? Oh, no, 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 that's, um, no, no, uh, someone, an immigrant. Oh, God, right, I was fairly close. Well, well, hang on a second. Um, I mean, I say immigrant. It's an immigrant from the continent who's decided to make London their home. Um, is that an immigrant? Well, this is what I'm not sure about. They're not fleeing persecuted, not persecuted, and fleeing some sort of war zone. Right. They're just they're just a European national. Right. Who wants to move country? I, I don't know what you'd call. It. What? Where are they from? France. Okay, I would say, what are they? Female, female? Female, yeah. I'd say there's a French, I'm, I, I'm hosting a French lady. I'm hosting a French lady. French lady. Be, be, because she's over from France, perhaps. Right, yeah. I wonder if there's like a, 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 a term for these people. Like, you know, I'm a... Foreigner, a, I think is the right. term. Right. Richard, I'm, host, I'm hosting a foreigner. Uh, I have been hosting a foreigner. Um, and it's been a really rather interesting process, actually. She's decided to make her home and her job over here for the next year, at least, anyway. Mm. And uh, I'm not unacquainted with her. I mean, I'm better acquainted now. But we uh, we we sort of uh, volunteered to say, yeah, pop on over. We'll Did you know her? Oh, yes. Right. Of sorts. Vaguely. Okay. Through someone else. Sure. Um, and it's brought to mind this whole predicament of um, analysing one's culture. Oh, I see. Right. Have you ever been in a, in a position where you've sort of been rather introspective in, in your culture and and looked at uh, yourself and uh, mm. why you do things? Um, I well, I might. I I I have stayed with uh, families as well. Oh, have you? you know, as a sort of lodger, I suppose she's a lodger, isn't she? Yeah, really. So. Um, in Devon, and I imagine it's quite a similar thing. In Devon, what was the Devon culture like? Did you feel like a fish out of water? Yes. Did you? Yes. They weren't really my sort of people, you know. They weren't welcoming. They were quite welcoming, but they were quite stringent with their sort of house rules. God, did you have to take your shoes off when you entered? No, nothing like that. It was more to do with sort of um, etiquette in the bathroom and the kitchen, sort of cleaning um, procedures and stuff. Like they would have, they would have one of these things where you have to spray the shower after you've been in the shower. There's nothing wrong with that. Isn't that. there? No, absolutely. Well, I, I mean, Limescale is your foe. Well, I agree perhaps to once a week, maybe. No, no, no. no. Why every day? Well, because Limescale will coat those walls every day if you shower every day. Yeah, but you get Limescale in your kettle. Absolutely. You don't spray your kettle with something every day, no, do you? No, but in de- that needs dealing with. Mm. Uh, vinegar, I believe, is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so p- perhaps you have some... Because I, I, you're quite a, you know... You've got a stick quite far up your bottom, as it were. When I beg it your com- pardon. Well, when it when it comes to sort of 
you know, I've seen your bathroom. I've seen the inner workings of your bathroom. Right. <laughs> and I yours. Yes. But, but, but the interesting thing about that is it's almost catered for the guest. Right. <laughs> catered for the guest. Yes, because obviously you use your bathroom presumably on a daily basis. <laughs> Are you probing my uh, my ablution habits, habits? My ablution habits? No, I'm not. No, 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 no. We. I mean, if you'd like to tell everybody, please do. But um, I'm a clean person. Mm. No, I can imagine you are exactly. So you use it every day, but the setup of the of the bathroom is is as I say for for sort of guests, and so it's welcoming, right? It's towel heavy. Um, I'm sorry, you're really going to have to explain that. I noticed that you had a sort of a, a basket almost. As one would have, you know, sort of the Harvest Festival or something like that. Harvest Festival? You know, the Harvest Festival. When you used to carry cans of beans and, you know, tuna and stuff to the church. That means nothing to me. Go on. And in yours is just towels. Right. And when I say towel heavy, very towel heavy. What I think you're referring to is my, uh, the, the face cloths on the side in my bathroom, which are there um, to create a certain welcoming ambiance to the visiting guest. Um, I mean, I won't deny it. I won't deny it. I'm aping a uh, continental uh, certain uh, hotel. I thought you got it from your parents or something. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. No, my parents would never indulge in such wastefulness. No, no, no. Uh, yes, I have a bathroom which which has has hand towels there, fully mm. ready for for each new each guest to have a new one each time they wash their hands. So my question to you is: is that do you use a hand towel when you're not hosting? I have a hand separate hand towel for 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 me. Everyday use. Everyday use. Because to minimise the wastage, you see. Yes. Because, because if you're washing, what are frankly quite clean face cloths, rather regularly. That would uh, feel I'm like confused, a... and I think the listener probably is too. What's the difference between a face cloth and a hand towel? Are, they, are we talking about the same thing here? Well, the hand towel's bigger, the face cloth is smaller, and the face cloth allows me to have an individual one for each new guest. And would a face cloth to a normal person be a flannel? Yes. Right. That awful word, yes. We've all been to those hotels in town, the five-star hotels, you know, uh, where maybe they offer a little uh, thick flannelette sort of towel thing mm. to, 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 to dry your hands well you know I like to offer a little bit of a boutique hotel quality in my own abode yeah it's interesting I mean I, I mean the, 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 the washing bill must be extraordinary it's like a Chinese laundry I'd imagine I don't have guests very often. Okay, so let's get back to your guests that you do have now. So um, you, you've got her. You've, the bathroom is is very much uh, equipped for her. So she must feel very comfortable, is what I mean, in your home. So what are you talking about? The sort of cultural differences? Why? Oh, just just the that she has made observances uh, about uh, life over here, mm. which um, she finds particularly different and odd. Any examples? Well, I mean, I you know we have a. She says we've got a very big. Uh, uh, You're miming what? We have a, over in England or mm. UK. We have a rather uh, uh, prolific um, gift card giving 
society. Right. I, you mean like birthday cards and yeah. things? Yeah. Uh, what, in France they don't? No. Well, then I must must move to France. You're not a big Oh, I find person. it an absolute bind. Do you not? What, giving them or receiving them? Both. A bind receiving them? I just find it slightly unnecessary. Oh, you ungrateful little thing. No, I'm not ungrateful. It's nothing to do with being ungrateful. I love it when people get in touch with me to wish me a, a happy birthday, like, you know, a few weeks ago mm-hmm. when they wished me happy birthday and people did that. But I don't, I don't, ex- uh, one, I don't expect it, and two, I don't really need the cards. What do you do with the card? Well, I, I put them up on a mantelpiece or a shelf. For, for how f- long? A week. Mm-hmm. And then? Throw them away. Good. You recycle them, I Well, hope. of course I recycle. For goodness sake. Um, so I'm sort of wither on that. Whereas right. you, I imagine, are sort of, you know, glitter, you know, stamp. You've, you probably spend upward of £100 on stamps a year. I won't deny it. Somewhat reluctantly, I've entered into this world. But you know what? It's a world that I'm glad I'm in now. Yes, yes. Although, you know, to receive a card that's full of glitter that goes all over my floor and I find for days on end, I'm not the happiest chappy. However, the giving of a card, to let someone know you're thinking of them, a uh, new home card, a... Uh, Perhaps a get well soon card. They're, they're quite quite rare. Thank you card. If you're invited for dinner, it's always good to send a thank you card. Did you send thank you cards for your presents? No. For your birthday? No. And I won't. Good God. I will. I will talk to those people, and I will say thank you. I, I don't need to write it in a card with a frog on the front. It's meaningless. No, it's not meaningless. I I do agree with you. I think I think if you write a card to somebody and it's got a lovely note in it and it's making them feel. Uh, you know, loved and sort of appreciated. Thought about, thought appreciated. About, absolutely. Then I think there's something lovely about that. But if you just write somebody a card, and I'm as guilty of it as anybody else, saying, Dear John, happy birthday from John. What a pointless waste of time. Sounds like John's written that to himself. Well, perhaps he has. Maybe but he's a loner. That's no waste of time. Well, He needs that card more than anyone else, really. Mm. Um, I, I, don't ab- I don't abide that. I, I, I find that completely completely redundant well, what about this then apparently she says that the uh, British have a rather pr- uh, sort of um, they're much more inclined to give to charity a very charitable nature over here well that's because she's French and well, I don't think they're very charitable that's what she says well absolutely These yeah. are the, uh, this, this is the, this is the um, birthplace of foie gras right you know they're not the kindest of people so they're more inclined to stuff force feed some poor cretin, and then reap the rewards than they are to uh, help someone off the streets. A a bird is not a cretin. Right. No? No. No, 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 no. Well, maybe in their eyes, it's a cretin. Mm -hmm. A cretin is only worth... Or a cretin. Cretin. For Mm -hmm. soup. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think she's got a point there. She's definitely got a point. Yeah. Well, there we are. It's interesting to see. She's uh, fascinated by the whole marathon of... Uh, is that, ch- the, only, is that the only differences that she's noticed? Uh, what did she think about the hand towel situation in your bathroom? Has she commented on it? She's not commented on that. She didn't use them. Oh, you didn't have them out for her? Oh, they were there, but no, she understood the, the, uh, the, etiquette, the etiquette. So who would use them? Would I use them? A one-day guest for an right, event. So if I was coming around for dinner, say, I wouldn't use them. If you were coming around for dinner for an occasion, for example... I had eight people around, and we uh, we uh, we all sat down together, and that was the perfect environment for each of them to uh, to use those towels, mm. you know, because it means that they uh, well they're having a little special experience mm. beyond just the food. It's like a little 
Yes, they're having a, a flannel. A unique. Yes. Yeah. And actually, I had comments. Oh. And actually, they're going to use the same idea themselves. How does that make you feel? Proud? Absolutely. You know, uh, it's, it's... Passing the torch, as it were. Yeah, it's gratification. Mm-hmm. It's... Um, what you are skirting over here, Richard, is the very fact that I am a I'm I'm a homemaker. I'm a I'm a man who welcomes people into my home and makes them comfortable. <laughs> and yeah, right down to the the number of towels and the soap they they wash their hands with. It's important. Mm-hmm. I also put tissues by the bed. We're off on holiday. We're off on holiday. We're off on holes. We're off on holes. We're off on a holiday. We're off on holiday, Michael. We are. Well, we will be. We will be not long, not far off. And where are we going? It's a Hibernian adventure. What? Scotland? Hibernian. I learnt this word this week. It's quite exciting me, actually. We're going to Ireland, aren't we? Yeah. Everything to do... Hibernian is of or pertaining to Ireland. Oh. I love that. That's interesting because there's a Scottish team and presumably area of Edinburgh that's called Hibernian. That's is called it? Hibernian. Is it? Yeah. I did Google it, so I'm pretty sure I'm right with my fact. Because there are things like the Hibernian Club. Oh, yes, because everything that Google says is true. Oh, yes, absolutely true. All right, get off your high horse. There is a Hibernian... It says, actually, it says, of or, of or involving Irishness. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do on the, on the Emerald Isle? What do I want to do? Well, uh, I... I the thing is, it's a sort of a split trip, isn't it? A split trip? Yeah, because we'll be spending certain t- time in one place and a certain time in, in another. One of those places, Dublin, I've been to before, so there's very little I want to see in Dublin because I've kind of seen it before. However, we are going with a Dubliner. And so she... Dub- Dubliner. That's right. Dublin. Dublin. It's like, it's like yeah, right, how, how are you doing? I don't, need your, I don't need you to tell me how to do Dublin. We just take another point of Guinness. Absolutely. I mean, it's, that's a general Southern Irish, yeah, I admit. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, I think we're both guilty of that. Anyway, because we're going with a native Dubliner, um, they'll perhaps be able to show us some sort of gems that one wouldn't know without. Uh, I don't think you should say that to her. What do you mean? I don't think you should say, show us your gems. That's highly offensive. Mm, she's not that sort Will of... Will you show us your gems? Highly offensive because of the lucky gems thing? Exactly. Right. She'll think you're referring to the cereal. Um, the well, leprechaun. That's lucky charms. That's lucky charms. Was it? Yeah. Well, don't when say you that said show, When you said show her your gems, I'm thinking of something very different. Oh. What? Like what? Oh, okay. The, well, crown, the crown jewels. The crown, oh, for goodness sake. Well, charms or gems, keep them to yourself. Right. Um, yes, go on. The other place. The other place we're going to. Well, the other place we're going to, which is where? Galway. Galway. Connemara. Never been. So You've came. been, have you? I'm not sure I've been to Connemara. I've been over that side. Right. Ring of Kerry. Where's that? Kerry, I suppose. I suppose so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been there. Oh, my word. Mm. 
beauty. Yeah, well, that's what I'm looking forward to. I've said before on the pod that I'm at one with nature. There's one, what, yes, you have said that. Well, you've claimed that before. We'll be putting that truly to the test, I think. This oneness. Mm. Um, and what you actually mean by that. Well, you'll see. Well, I hope you're fully clothed. There are no guarantees of that. To get close to nature, one must remove oneself from one's materialistic human boundaries. Is this your meditation speak coming? No, that literally just came out of my mouth and I thought it sounded very good indeed. Okay, write it down. Um, I want to, whilst you're getting close to nature Mm -hmm. on the uh, west coast of the Emerald Isle, I will be, uh, I suppose you could say, doing a similar thing, donning my wetsuit and uh, doing a few laps in the open water. Well, in the sea, actually. Right. So I'll, I'll see you after. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we can sink a couple of pints of Guinness, and you can tell me how your oneness went, and I can tell you how my manly pursuits went. All right. Yeah? Sounds good. Well, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it? Looking. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too. Yeah. See you in Ireland. Bum. Bum-bum. Bum-bum. Gentlemen's relish, we're here for you. Gentlemen's relish, take a pew. Gentlemen's relish, what's new? Gentlemen's relish, goodness few. We're here to have a chat. Join in the fun. It's where it's at. The gentleman's relish. Here for you. It's gentleman's relish. Take a pew. It's gentleman's relish. All brand new. Gentleman's, 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 gentleman's relish. Thank you.